Fantasy 2. There's three doors to select. One, a red door. The other, a blue door. And the last, a gold door. You ponder the three doors for a little while and you start to think to yourself, how did I get here? Where am I? What are these doors even? Did, what's gonna happen if I open them? Well, I might as well open one of them, you think to yourself, and you choose the red door, behind which you discover uh, the most unfortunate of circumstances. What seemed to have been the ground falls beneath your feet, and stars rush by, flying past you, images of the people you knew, places you've been and things you've seen are spiraling around you like a tornado. The images start to call out to you. Hey, Greg, hey, Greg, 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 what's, up, what's man? up, man? Why haven't you called me lately? And you start to clutch your head like, no, no, I should have called my friend Roger. Ah, oh, damn, I messed up. I really miss him now. Images of your sad pets coming around you. Like, oh my god, I forgot to clean the litter box. I haven't been feeding my cat. Oh god, and then another image appears, and it's your oven, and you've left it on. Before going on this faded journey, you left your oven on at your apartment, and your cat is hungry, and your friend is hey, all Greg, alone, and Greg, you don't know what to do, but you're falling, so you can't do anything about it. All of a sudden, everything goes silent, and you hit the ground with a hard pump. You've landed in a bed of feathers. Quite comfortable, actually. And you might, you figure it's a good place to kick back and catch a few Z's. You then sleep for 70 hours straight. This was a good time to take advantage of uh, your inventory and shuffling around different things like potions, Phoenix Down, uh, other such items like the revolver. But yet you haven't found ammo for the revolver yet and and when you try and ask people about it in town they don't know what you're talking about. So you go to all the different shops that you can in every town and and they don't they don't have the ammo that you need for that revolver yet. So you start to wonder yourself, why did I even find that revolver this early in my quest? This revolver is certainly going to be something that isn't a weapon that you can use uh, ordinarily in combat, but it's something that will come into play 
in a major cutscene or some kind of life event that you have no control over. It dawns on you that, yeah, you can't get rid of the revolver. It's a key item. Narratively, it will be of utmost importance. You've been sitting in this, uh, on top of this, uh, this bed of feathers in the bottom of a cave for about six or seven hours looking at your gun in your hand. And you just decide enough is enough. So you start walking out of the cave and you hear a, a great shout from down below. What could that be? Who could be down there? You pause and take a look down at your foot and you see a small hole in the ground. And inside is... A bright red beetle with the face of a child hollers out to you. Hey, hey, don't step on me. Don't eat me. Just help me and I'll be your friend and guide you through many challenges ahead. What does it want? Hmm? It wants to know... If you have any gold or rubies on you, because it'll trade some valuable information for 300 gold. Any rumors about Klingork, you say to the red beetle child in the ground, and the red beetle child promptly responds, Ah yes, Klingork has taken over this valley for uh, generation after generation and demands sacrifice, and we, the humble beetle people, uh, need somebody to help us out of this jam. As you walk out the door, remember what the beetle was asking for. Remember that you have to help all these beetles, as well as making it through any challenge that comes your way. Yeah, please feel feel free to, to complete any side quests while, you, while you're, you know, you, you gotta remember that you're trying to help out these beetle people with Klingork. And all that, but at the same time, you're also allowed to just do whatever you want and and like help out other people, and not and not worry about Klingork. And I wanted to add that uh, if you ha if you feel like it, you can engage the Beetle guy in a card game, and throughout your entire quest, you've been collecting these various cards that represent different demons and goblins that you encountered earlier in the quest, and for some reason now you can like play this card game with the beetle guy so at once he's done talking to you you know you make a different move and then you can play play a little side game with him yeah pardon me for interrupting but uh the, the card game you got to push a different button to start the card game and you can do that with anyone you can do that with beetle you can even if you're about to fight klingork i'm sure you could hit the, the if you hit the right button you can do the card game with him and even play a card game with him because we actually spent a lot of time figuring out like the mechanics of the card game and making sure the card game is just as fun as the the core gameplay loop. So feel free to engage with that if you want, uh, player. But as you exit the cave, light blinds you, and you're all of a sudden in a jovial town with all these sort of gnome figures running about to and fro doing their ordinary business. Hmm? What could they be doing at such an hour? The hour is 6 a.m. It's pretty early in the morning, but the marketplace is a hustle and bustle. You're pretty effing tired, though, because uh, you're the type of person that if, if you sleep for 70 hours straight, you actually wake up more tired because your REM cycles are all messed up. So you got to find the closest inn as quickly as you can so you can take a nap. 
as you walk in to the inn, they ask, Would you like to stay a night? That will be 100 gold, please. And you accept and find a nice bed and stay the night. Upon waking, you find what at the center of your bed? But a pile of teeth. A bad omen to be sure. Probably. Actually, matter of fact, maybe in this realm, a, bu- a bunch of teeth in your bed is a good thing. So you decide that it's time to go to the get these teeth appraised down at the uh, fucking whatever. Like, who who would appraise teeth? I'm not sure if it would be like a, a blacksmith or whether it would be like a, a, a potion shop. Because teeth, teeth is all teeth is neither armor nor magic. Teeth is teeth. Just just a side note, you know. And all of the, the different shops and vendors also have a sell option. So they will buy anything that you offer them at, at full market rate. So it's not like they're going to discount. Yeah, you don't need to worry about maximizing like what type of items you sell to what person. Like Anyone will buy these teeth off of you. So at the end of the day, it's a good thing that you woke up to a pile of teeth in your bed. Because like, who knows whether somebody put them there or whether... Like, before you went to sleep or after, or maybe somebody lost their teeth, like the last person who used the bed. Whatever. Don't need to read into the teeth. No. It, but it sells for 500 gold, and that's what the blacksmith will pay for a pile of teeth. So, realize, upon realizing this, you quickly run down to the blacksmith, throw some teeth at him, and then he throws some gold at you, and you're well on your way to achieve your task, which is... You have to find Klingork, the evil demon that has taken control of the world and has turned what used to be a pleasant blue sky above into dark, swirling black clouds and has unleashed his demon army upon the living. And Klingork demands sacrifice in in some sort of long-winded way that has to do with with like some gods that existed on this plane long before Klingork and long after Klingork but Klingork remains and and that gets your you all fired up you're ready to fight the guy and to make matters worse is Klingork like found your girlfriend somehow like of all the fucking people to get uh, uh, you know taken from our realm to the shadow realm it was diane the you know princess of the kingdom klingork's whole narrative like kind of plays into some like pretty traditional gender dynamics in like hero stories but that's the kind of asshole the klingork is just you know he loves leaning into shit like that and like making people upset and thinking about, like, conservative ideas. He's a real conservative guy, Klingork. You look up from the newspaper where you've been reading all this information about Klingork, and you you notice that the, that a, a sliver of, of sun is breaking through a cloud and guiding you to a, a, some location in the distance. You decide to follow the sun. To make matters better, try getting on top of that horse. You can gallop way off into the distance at a mighty speed. The horse demands you you feed it apples, apples. or other v- fruits and vegetables to keep its stamina going as well as your own because you have to make sure that you're feeling healthy but also your animal is. 
what? What is that? All of a sudden, three shadowy figures <laughs> jump out of the woods, and all hell breaks loose. Your vision starts becoming blurry. Clouds surround you, and you're standing face first with three goblins, all with giant swords, and you have like a sword that seems to have come out of nowhere, but it's twice the size of your body. So you you got this uh you got a few options in this scenario. You can sell it you can fight, you can defend, you can cast magic, you can uh flee. But that's, you know It's a little risky. It's yeah, because you could flee and then not actually finish the flee command, and then you're open for attack. Uh, in which case, you know, you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You've never taken the flea You've option. You've never, yeah, that's not really part of your whole thing. You're not one to, to shy away at a fight. Especially when there's EXP, XP to be gained. Yeah, you can level up. You can uh, increase your speed, your stamina. Yeah, you get to choose where the different points go so that you, you, you get to make your own experience and character happen in front of you. You can decide whether you're increasing your magic abilities or if you're increasing your defense. If you want to swing yourself one way or another, it, it's just like life, man. It's your life. You're fucking living it. Decide what points go to what abilities. Yeah, man. You, left foot, right foot. It all depends. If you if you put more weight on your left foot, your right foot isn't going to be as strong. So you got to make sure that you equip the same type of boot to each leg so that they're each holding a, the same amount of weight on each foot so that your, your uh, leg muscles don't level up at a different rate than what would be good for your legs. While you were sitting there thinking and deliberating about your feet, the goblins came and smashed you to bits. <laughs> just barely hanging on by the littlest bit. Something opens up. What's that leaping in from the distance? Why, it's none other than the magic sheep that you summoned earlier in the fight had finally hit the bar needed to fill before the summon would be complete and the sheep would come. And the bar finally filled up and just in the nick of time, a sheep. But it's like a sheep god, kind of. Like, it's like really shiny. Uh, it does this big move where it like turns into a ram and it, it hits the goblins and... 500 how damage each and they're dead celebration music plays and but You're just hanging on by a thread there, buddy in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness What are you gonna do? So you reach into your backpack and pull out a handful of brambles Ouch, you say ah shit I shouldn't have stuffed all these thorny pieces of wood in my bag that once you're done with the brambles, you grab a potion and you glug, 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 and drink the potion. And regardless of what's wrong with you, this single drink just fixes all of it. It's fine. So onward and upward, you cascade into the distance, up to the dark tower that's looming out there. It could be Gorlocks, Grundles, Castle, or it could be... Uh, a, a total side quest castle. Who's to say? Uh, let's. If you go and explore, you might find out. You walk up to the door, knock on the heavy wooden knocker. No answer. 
knock again, and emerges. It's a guy wearing a an apron that says, kiss the cook. And he says, why, why, why well, are you knocking why on the door so much? I'm door. working on a rump roast in the kitchen. Are you my dinner, my dinner guest so to, for tonight? You're very early. You are the dinner guest, and you are going to go sit down and uh, ha make yourself at home. You know, you can walk around his place. There's other people, like, hanging out in there and, like, playing music and stuff and, like, dancing to, like, flute music and, like, other other fun stuff. In the corner, you spy a, a jaunty, a capped little man playing the flute, and everyone seems ever so charmed by it. But deep in your heart, you're a little jealous. You're like, why does everybody like the flute player so much? I'm a pretty cool guy too, you start to think to yourself. So you, wa you walk right over to that flute player and begin to... Engage in an interaction. Are you going to ask him about his flute playing? Ask him about where Orlock is? Or are you going to ask him when dinner is? Hmm? You've selected ask him when dinner is because you're f really fucking hungry. So, uh, the flute player says, Man, I don't know when dinner is. They just hired me to play flute at this party. Why are you interrupting my flute playing? Uh, every time I don't play flute, I'm making less gold. To which you say, Oh, pardon me. But, here's the thing. You could also engage him in the card game and play him in a side quest card game. Or... Try dancing to his flute music. Hmm? What happens then? When you start dancing to his flute music, all of a sudden... Everyone in the room begins clapping in unison like da 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 as you dance. The faster and faster you dance and faster and faster the flute music plays and faster and faster the, the, the party guests clap their hands. The room is spinning around you. You realize you've been shot with a poison dart and you wake up in the, in the dungeon of this dark castle. The whole party was a fake. And uh, in the cell with you is... Is a little fairy named Steven. Steven was also drugged at the party and carried down in there, but it's like a fairy and what doesn't seem to make sense is it's so small and it's a dungeon with like bars and stuff So why doesn't he just like fly out? But for some reason or another he's like Decided he's gonna be in there too and he relays a bit of knowledge to you and he says hello fellow prisoner My name is Steven. I'm a fairy and if we want to get out of here together, we're going to have to figure out a way to take those keys from the sleeping guard over there. And also, if you if you notice, there's also a dog pacing the room. So uh, maybe with my fairy magic and that dog and that sleeping guard, we can figure out some way to get that key to get us out of here. What do you think? You think that's a great idea. And all of a sudden, your perspective goes into Steven's eyes and you crawl through a small mouse hole and walk as this small fairy across the dungeon, avoiding the dog's eyes, avoiding anything that might, you know, like bump in into something that'll like, you know, awaken, like a bunch of bats that are also there too. 
You know, like everything seems to be like on patrol all of a sudden, you know, because you're like in the dungeon. Everything's got a bone to pick with you because you're in the dungeon and everything that's in the dungeon uh, has like a pre-existing relationship with being in the dungeon and like the norms of being in the dungeon. So if there's a new visitor... Or like an invader, it's like this, we are, we are all in agreement from the bats to the security guards to the dogs. We're all in agreement that this one guy is the guy that we gotta get. So, you, you bump into like that pile of buckets, then bats are gonna wake up the guy. Huh? He's gonna be like, uh-uh. Oh no. And he's gonna blast fire at, right at the ferry and smoke him out. So, but you know what, as a ferry, you know, you, you manage to like grab the keys and what's even more difficult is like walking with the keys back to the dungeon cell and you unlock it and then all of a sudden your perspective goes back into your own body and then you like start walking out of the dungeon the dungeon guy wakes up and all of a sudden you're engaged in a conflict with this fucking haggard man yeah, it's another combat scenario, so it's like the same thing as before, where you got, like, the options in the menu, it's like, fight, magic, defend, flee. <sighs> and unfortunately, you're not far, that far along in this quest to, like, have gained much magic, so to be totally real with you, you should you just hit fight, go for it, just hit him with your big sword. Until he's dead. So you hit a, you, you hit the word fight over and over until this god, this haggard security guard in the dungeon is dead. And you do your little dance because you get your your experience, your life experience where you learn and and you put on your new, you put energy into your shoes or whatever, so you can run faster and jump higher and live longer and. Laugh harder, and uh, you. So it's time to leave the dungeon, and you do, and uh, you walk all the way up a, a fucking staircase to the toppest of the tallest tower, and you end up in this what looks to be like a cathedral, you know, and there is a light cascading in through the stained glass windows, and you walk up to the the center of the pew, you know, it's like a church or something, but it's like a evil church. Yeah, and there's really loud organ music playing and it's like pretty ominous, but you're you're brave, you're strong. And and there, and you you come up to the the altar and there's a dark sacrament being completed by a dark priest who none other than Orlick or Dorndal or whatever his name is. And he throws the the shroud into the the water of fire and then out comes this like fucking beast and it it has you know like 15 hands and it's like fire is like circling around it and it's like screaming and yelling and 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 they're all looking at you like they fucking know you're there. Everyone in the room, like in the dungeon, is on the same page about the fact that you're the problem here. Orlock is like, I'm so glad I'm so you glad came to meet us up here in the chapel. Yeah! And, and everything's about to go into high gear, but then 
there's a, a, a power outage and your TV turns off and you can't play the video game anymore and you're sitting there alone in your bedroom thinking, ah, oh, man, my video game. So you decide to go to the kitchen to get a snack. You were hungry after all. You open up the refrigerator. Fucking nothing. Open up the cupboard. Fucking nothing. You open up another cupboard and it's just a bunch of cups and plates and you're like, oh yeah, right, that's where we keep the cups and plates. I don't know why I thought there would be food in there. Because this is your house where you live with your mom and dad. So, you know, they they gave you, you know, 20 bucks to call for pizza if you want to. So you, you call up Pizzeria Grande and, you know, you place an order for the most epic pizza of all time. You select extra cheese. You get extra pepperoni. You get the classic drink of pizza, cola. You, you order a side of, of bread and you say thank you for the order and hang up. You wait. There's no power. There's no... TV, there's no games, there's nothing to do. So you stare at a spot on the floor. And you just stare at that spot and you wonder, is that dirt? Is that a crack in the floor? Am I seeing something? Did that come from me or was that always there? I wonder what my parents were like before they had me as a kid. You start to think, oh, geez, I got to stop staring at the ground. Then you awaken out of this, go to the door, trade money for pizza. Sorry, sir, you can't pay in teeth. And have yourself a nice slice. And then a while later, you gotta go to the bathroom. Everything you do is important and interesting. You tie your shoes before going outside. It's a pretty okay day out. Not too cloudy, but not too sunny. You've got $5. You graduate from high school. You walk on that stage and take a diploma. You make kind of a stinky face to your friends in the audience, but then you do a good face for the camera because you know that your parent, you know what that photo would mean to your parents. You wake up one day and realize you've been working the same fucking job for 10 years and you don't even like it. So you quit and you move back home and move back in with your parents and you're looking around in the attic one day and you find that old video game console of your youth. And you know what you do? You plug it in, power it up, and you pick right back up where you're playing that dark demon. It's the final battle again with Gorlick. But the, now because you're like depressed and older, the fact that you're playing a video game has like emotional resonance. And like, it's like, damn, like, we all have our own final boss to overcome in life. The, the thing has a robot eyeball, a pirate hat, 15 arms, so this all suggests that this is a real badass in the game, a major player. It's a lot more accoutrement than you would normally uh, encounter with a, a foe. Uh, it, it, this character has a lot more backstory, you can tell, just from their battle animation. And so, the battle begins, but you forgot exactly how to play this game. Is it that you, do you want to use magic, or do you want to just hit Gorlick or hit Gorlick's eye, which is a separate icon that you can hit? Uh, 
You have other characters that are following you around, like you've got a little gnome buddy, you've got this like really tall guardian figure, a knight. So which one do you use? I have no idea. So you choose one at random, but when you select a tall figure, the only option that they have is to use an item called a dinky stick. And you're not even sure what the dinky stick does. So you just say, ah, wh whatever, all right, I'll try it. And you try it and it turns your entire party into a bunch of little small beetles, small creatures. And, and that's who you've been fighting to defend all along, but it's not a very strong form to be in uh, for the hero. Gorlick's eyeball casts this spell called Blizzard Thungida, and it just wipes out everybody. The words game over falls across the screen in scripted text, and uh, it says continue, new game, quit, and you think, oh, okay, well, you know, I just want to replay this, so I'll hit new game. Wrong! That was the wrong thing to hit, because when you hit new game, it deletes your file of the old game automatically. And now you're level one, and you know nothing. The warrior you made when you were a child doesn't even exist anymore. And what are you going to do? Those hours that you spent crafting your character, leveling up those boots, making its abilities plus 10, 15, 30 agility, all lost. Where did those hours go? Sifting through menus like sands, sifting through the hourglass of our lives. You realize this game is, is in your past, and that's okay. You're ready to move on and, and stake out new claims of new adventures in new games, because luckily for you, this uh, the, they still make the same... The same game franchise is still like pretty popular, so they make the same kind of stuff. And you you go out and you go to the game store and you slam down your money that you earned at your adult job. Right, here's the thing, you you actually make money now, so you can just go out and buy this stuff. You don't have to like get permission, you know, from anybody. You just I'm I give myself permission. I'm gonna throw $50 down on that. That generic fantasy game of your youth. I'm an adult, you think to yourself. I deserve a nice little treat like this. And then you get home and you unwrap the new game. And before you can even play it, you gotta install like 60 gigabytes of update files. How could there be anything to update, you say? The game just came out. Ah, oh, this, this whole world of gaming has become too much for me to bear so you throw all your games in the garbage disposal and you say enough games for me I'm a big boy now